We are going in. Gib. In three, Gib. two. Previously on Droughtland. I turn around to say, Harold, she's yours. And I walk back into the catacombs. The last marksman aboard the Desert Sun ship gets one shot off. Coriander, make a dodge roll. <gasps> I have dodge. It's. Well, I didn't get it. Harold's gonna spend another one. No, I got it. I'll no, get it. No, no, okay. All right. Okay. Harold's gonna spend another one. Lavender's burning her experience token. This is the sixth attempt at this dodge. No. Coriander, you do like a half turn. You feel your knees buckle, your knees hit the mud, and then your face hits the mud. Welcome back, everybody. We've got a solemn one for you today. We've got a player down. Not yet. Not, not yet. necessarily not yet. yet. I mean, Jesus Christ. Down, not dead. Just down, not dead. I not have not dead. 11 hit points. You do have your armor value still to roll. You do have 11 hit points to work with and survival checks. And an experience thing. token yeah. for playing. Give experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. experience Ooh, tokens whip. to everybody. Take one down, pass it around. I still have a bunch of experience tokens over so here. so many tokens. Yeah, you just took all of them. Josh yeah, so I did just tokens. take guys. Eight y'all collectively spent eight on me not succeeding last. So obviously, we're picking up at the end of uh, recording uh, last week's episode. Let's uh, run through some player interest real quick. Starting over here to my right with a gentleman who is stingy with one thing, and it's explosives. We burn. Who plays Evan? Josh. Hi, I'm Josh. I play Evan. I'm not dying. Oh, cold. And to my right. You were I'm at one point. I play Salatra, and uh, I'm not dying, but I have first aid skills, so hopefully no one will be dying. Yeah. Yes, this let's runner. Let's do it. One, three. three. Hi, I'm Caleb, and I play Harold, and the caves will run red with the blood of the people who killed Coriander. They're probably going to when the ship hits the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit's going to... I will. I think Harold's gonna go down there and double check and make sure there are no survivors. Just gonna shoot if that's people the case. in the head. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. If she's if she died, I'm at going down there and executing every single person. <laughs> Solid. And to his right is K1, different person, uh, who's different basically spelling. almost the same name. Close name. Um, who's playing Kietel Shea, which is not close to the same name. <laughs> um, and he's currently alive. We talked off screen about whether we were killing him or not. So no, it's good. On to my right. Hi, I'm um, Jackie, and uh, I play Lavender Cooper, who's really going through it right now um, for lots of reasons, and uh, mostly because of the person to my right, who is... Hi, I'm Liz Muskrat. I play Coriander Cooper, who's literally dying. And my husband. 
We all tried who did real it? hard. Who did it to you? <laughs> yeah, who did it to you? Some hey, son of a bitch know, on a ship. You listen to so many murder podcasts, we would have thought it'd be the other way around. I'm your narrator, <laughs> Jay Muskrat, here to remind you that, as always, Droughtland is intended to be listened to and played only by mature audiences with much discretion. And with that, welcome to Droughtland. <laughs> Here I come to stroke the rooster. <laughs> Book One, Chapter Twenty Six of Life and Death. Everyone go ahead and roll a fresh initiative for me. This is just going to be dexterity. <laughs> All we have left is the uh, NPCs rushing the ship. If we're going with my fast reaction time, then I win. If we're not, I still got a 10. Nine. 18. Yes. Cool. With dex? Yeah, yeah dex. Nine. Okay. Uh, what's your dex? Three. What's your dex? Uh, three. Okay, then roll again. Three dice roll or five? No, no, just her. Okay. This is literally the quietest this room has ever six. been. Six. Also a nine, but my dex is only two. Also, uh, just as a question, does Doctor Obara need to roll initiative because she's yeah, clearly she going to be necessary? You want to roll for Katarina? She's got a three. Seven. Seven. Okay, she goes right after you. All these dice are my shit. I changed to two entirely new ones. Garbage. Yeah, go for it. There's an entire pack of them right there. Don't touch. Don't touch the dark blue one. It's cursed. Yeah, it's cursed. Watch your roll roll for you. The A bouncing four. Our new initiative is the layer action of the falling ship. Of course, and then at the top we still do have the pilot of your Zeppelin. Um, after that is Harold, and then Nathan, who is still trying to stomp off this little attack droid. Uh, Coriander, Evan, the uh, mob of NPCs, and then Lavender, Salatra, Katarina. Katarina's our Zephyr pilot. Yes, but if she leaves the wheel, she has her own initiative, so I will. Uh, Kiatl, Friendly, and then Dr. Obara. So Dr. Obara does make move at the end. She is pretty stunned. She just watched Evan slit Audrey's throat. Good. So the first... Not for her trauma, for Audrey time. At the top of the initiative, uh, the falling ship uh, takes one round of falling. It is out of range for their weapons. They're not a threat anymore. This is just tracking um, as, as the action occurs. Eventually they will hit the ground. The top of that is going to be Katarina making a piloting roll, which is just a two, right? Because the ship's handling is a two. It's a three. Okay. So Katarina rolls a one. She rolls that again and gets a negative five, unless anyone wants to spend action or experience tokens on her because she does not have any of her. Evan. Evan's going to spend one. She, Katarina, re rolls for another one and (laughs) confirms it to a negative three. I'm going to switch dice and uh, Slotch is getting another. Experience token to re-roll that. Yeah, for real. I'm going to roll one of my brand new lava dice. Ooh, Ooh, a seven. Nice. 
Um, no, I'm so, not using those oh, this those, game. Oh, these are cursed dice. I took two of yours. Ten, gotcha, right? gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. So a ten, no negatives, no bonuses. Katarina holds the ship steady, even in the wake of this last shot knocking yes, queen off of her feet. Harold, that's you. You are still aboard okay. the ship. You just... So, I know two things. I know that Coriander was just shot. Yes. And I know that a good leader delegates. <laughs> yes. So I grab the nearest crew member to me and I shout to him, I want you to throw every bit of uh, explosives you can find down that hole. And then I leap off the edge running towards Carrion. Down what hole? Down the hole, down, like, down the mine hole after, to kill any after... fucking survivors. Oh, so when yeah. like, the giant flaming ball crashes, they'll mm. all die. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just, sense. I mean, we survived literally just that and there's more water down there yeah i want them dead who's we was that a make meta a we? uh <laughs> oh f- fuck <laughs> yeah, um, you guys survived that fall <laughs> suddenly suddenly harold shudders and another life to live seemed just a moment away <laughs> a spirit and a smell of scones the taste of the scones <laughs> <laughs> and Harold, go ahead and make a dexterity for that jump back onto the ship. It's just a negative one. It's a seven plus my dexterity, which is a three, a ten, and then a minus cool. one you're makes good. it a nine. Yeah. yeah, you're fine. Not as cool as last time. You've landed. You more of a panic sprint experience. to Coriander in this turn, but you would arrive there and not be able to do any actions. That's fine. Turn. I'm literally okay. just so going. You there. are sprinted yeah. through. Yeah, and I kind of like I run up and I slide on my knees like. Like, you know, power armor and all. Mm-hmm. Like the full home slide. And just. The mud take has her begun hand. to run from the edge of the crevice more in, so there's mud kicking up around your gears as you run. I did add Augury's men. I forgot that he does still have three loyalists still quite angry. One of them is the one that Kietel's fighting. And then I also forgot to add the Calvec girl. Nafem is going to make a dexterity roll to try and smash your little attack. I swear to you fucking can still God. Make an attack with I'm you throwing that, him off the you cliff. Get free t- you get a free like attack with it. It's at a negative four, too, because it's tiny. Yes, but uh, yeah. you first and you get to call roll him your by his name. Nafem. His name is Mickey. Name Sorry, is Mickey. Mickey, yes. Uh, so so first, first, you get to make Mouse. your attack on Mickey with or with Mickey on Nafem. Okay, cool. So go ahead and roll that. Uh, you got the plus five to whatever you roll. Well, he gets a four, so it's a nine. Okay, that hits. Nafem is. Uh, gonna try and dodge, but he's only got a two on dodge. On how many? Points? Oh, Nafem just hit a ten, and Ew. that's an eleven total. Uh, so Nafem dodges out of the way of the attack and is going to attempt to stomp down on him. Uh, he's at a negative four because uh, uh, the 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 droid. What's his name? Mickey. Mickey. Mickey is Mickey. very small and hard to stomp on. Nafem um, sucks. Nafem sucks. Five. Nafem misses and stomps down in the mud. He's engaged in a pretty epic battle that <laughs> narratively, narratively sort of mirrors Harold's own experience. Yeah. If we're being honest You've here. Done that. Yeah. He is not paying attention, but if he did know, Harold's not paying attention. This guy's not paying attention to Harold. But there's some narrative symmetry there. Yeah. <laughs> Coriander. Make the first. Wait, you haven't even hit me yet. Death you didn't save. tell me how much it hit me. Oh for. yeah, you never did. You yeah. never rolled the damage. Make we all the just... first death save of the game, and we're gonna roll to see how much, how much damage you take. But she has to do. I still have eleven hit points. I know. Okay, so it's a Constitution and Dexterity with my D10. Is that right? I got four clicky clackies over here, so 
it's good because I... can you force a reroll on that safe? I don't know. No, I don't just think tests so. And tests. Mm, tests and tests. Oh, it is a spe- it is a special type of attribute test. So so you could technically, I guess, yeah. Uh, the if damage special, is a d eight times five. Oh shit! Five times five, 25. so twenty five hits you. You have an armor value of d six. Roll your d six. Literally up to seven of that. I can protect four of that. So, so you take 21, 21. I am dead. And it is doubled to 42. I am literally dead. So you are reduced down to what? I That goes above my maximum hit point I understand. Total. In this system, you can go into the negative. What does it take you down to? No, that puts me at negative 40. You said it hits me for how much? For 42. For 42 with my... 11 that reduces because that's what I've got. So it hits me for 31. Okay. So you are at a negative three to your survival check. It is constitution and willpower with a negative three. Said it's constitution and willpower with a negative three. Mm-hmm. It's a negative one for every 10 life points below zero. That's an eight. You do not. Stabilize. And I am done with my turn, I guess. But you're not dead. Is dead. I'm unless very dead. Unless someone is offering up experience tokens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Like literally yeah. all of us. I can't us. re-roll yeah. those. Okay. Uh, no, as, as a, they are, as I just said in the rules, it says it is a special kind of attribute test. And I said you can re-roll tests and tasks. So well, then question, because word. it's special. Holding me is to my it word. still one Does it cost more? from a friend, say, or would it yeah, be two? Yeah, I would say it should double. Yeah, it should double cost. Okay. What do you have to get to make this happen? Oh, I'm... Sh- where's my other you said I'm at a negative four? No, a negative three. A negative three, mm-hmm. so that instantly cuts out my willpower. So it's just your so constitution. So that's my constitution of a two with my dice. So you need to roll a seven on the dice. So I have to roll a seven. The All right, everybody six. close their eyes. All right. For Coriander. Mm. Oh. My tray. <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> I will take Two a maximum of four tokens. re-rolls and then I am personally calling it. Okay. Because there needs to be a line somewhere right. and eight <laughs> is too many. I got That's another, another one. one. Oh, Guys, she's this super is here. not. Here, here. No, we're going to pool. We're pooling. I only have one. As far as I'm concerned, we can keep spending until. So this is your That's fourth a attempt. Two. That's a two. Whoa! You maybe want to. Guys. What? How? This is my sixth die tonight. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so dead right now. <laughs> I know. Oh, you gonna use one of Harold's dice? I am going to. Do we want to use a computer? Oh, you could also. Can Josh is offering up dice. his his fancy metal, metal dice. dice. I feel like that's cheating. She has a metal dice. Should you cheat? You, oh, what? Yeah. What if you use uh, your sister's metal dice? You could use both metal dice. Oh, I'm so tense right now. <laughs> Just drop it on the floor. Okay, here. Why do you ro- you want to roll in the box? This is a nice, it's a nice rolling the box tray. Of doom? You a nice clunk. It's not a box of doom. It's just a box. This of This is a box that says "Sorry about the mess, but we live here." <laughs> yeah, it's Do like one live? of those wall hanging. Do we channels. live here? All right. 
That's a one? What? <laughs> I am not fucking kidding you guys. This is not meant to happen. It's really not. I still have two. Do I it. think. Just do it, please. Like, just I think each of us should at least get to spend Verbally, one I have round. stated my rule as I this think... would be my fourth re-roll. So it would be the last I one. She's super I will dead. change to one That's more like... die. Last one. Last one? Take sure, Josh's. why not? It's better than everyone right. else's. Officially, last one. This is your sixth is its attempt. Harold's pinkest die. We have now Here. spent 12 experience are tokens. Are oh. oh. That cute. was the cutest. Very my cute. hands are so sweaty. All right. We have now spent... Uh, 12 experience tokens All right. to try and save Coriander. Everyone, here we go. One, 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 one. It's a four. It's a four. Oh. That puts me at a six. <clears throat> so uh, how Coriander how powerful Cooper. is that voodoo? Yeah, how is that voodoo? Coriander Can you bring Cooper? back the dead? You are dead. I am dead. Can I have your character sheet, please? Can I have oh, my no. character sheet? Should I step out of the room? Uh, Yeah, I think you probably should. Here's my microphone. Thank you. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh no. Is it really about to cry? <laughs> <laughs> this is in my own time. Thank you for your service, Liz. Love Hi. you. Evan, that's you. Begin transmission. I don't know how much time I have, so I'll cut to the heart of it. Here's what we know. In 1949, a class of school children departed by bus for a field trip, driving through a stretch of central Indiana woods. Neither the bus, the driver, nor the teachers and chaperones were ever found. Two, and only two, of the students were ever discovered, but with no memory of what had transpired over the last several days. Moving forward 20 years to 1969, a cell of highly specialized operatives was activated to investigate anomalous signals originating in that same woodland, the timing of which aligned with a sort of festival or religious holiday for a New Age cult based in that area. And now... God, how did it come to this? Summary really isn't going to cut it here. You need to listen to the full report. Otherwise, we're lost in the dark. The Orpheus Protocol is an actual play podcast of cosmic horror and espionage, played in the tabletop role-playing game of the same name. The Orpheus Protocol is available on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you might get your podcasts. Join us weekly as we spin an elaborate tale of horror, intrigue, betrayal, and the unburying of awful secret knowledge. Delete after listening. End transmission. Evan, that's you! (coughs) Okay, um... I, am I aware of any of this? That's going not on? really. You, okay. I mean, you're aware that the. I guess you would see the shot. Uh, so yeah, you would probably. I guess you were because right. you were gonna throw at the ship that shot. Correct. So yeah. So I'm going to, I guess, check her first. And see Roll a first aid and uh, intelligence to assess 
her situation. All right. Uh, 16. You do not feel a pulse because most of her blood is on the ground. Mm. It seems like she got hit in the chest. It was probably dead before she hit the ground. And I assume that's all that I can That's do. probably it unless you feel like there's something else. Uh, I mean, I was going to check them all up with the survivors, but I don't think that's really timely. Uh, they're, they've pretty much all turned you guys aside. I'm getting choked up now. It's not fair. There's there's like three scattered ones. You see Nafem um, yeah. messing with that. You He's pretty distracted. And honestly, and you could probably. Him. Yeah. Yeah. There's one with Kieto. There's one with uh, there's Nafem. At what point do we exit uh, like combat? There's there's still uh there's it'll still be a minute because there's a couple of people left. Yeah. So, but, but do you want do you want to go? Yeah, you can also head over to um, like Nafem if you wanted to go over and just end his fight by kind of stabbing him in the back. Next turn, I would just say you could spend your next no, turn. I want to burn him. Okay, you want to check it? What the, the catharsis of burning? Go ahead and roll a dex. Toss that Molotov at him. I can't. The, be careful. I can't lose Mickey. And uh, I'm not going to He is trying to stomp on, but Mickey will Mickey will survive the fire. You might have to reinstall the core. 16. That'd be it. 16. Okay. You, you chuck your Molotov. It, it hits right at Nafem. He's not even really paying attention to what happens. It shatters on his back. He is in flames and he is running. Nafem is out of the initiative. And damage since it hit him is. He's going to slowly burn to death. It's going to be D6 per turn, I think, until D6 he's dead. Three. Yeah, he's going he's to run off. Um, so basically. the initial damage is <laughs> roll the six. Uh, so um, 18. 18 initial okay. damage. So Lavender. Yep. You're next per the rules of healing. <clears throat> you oh, are able to make an attempt to use your uh, repair flesh or healing or whatever it's titled, depending on the expansion that you have. But first, you should check that text message that you just got. Mm. No. You have one chance to do this. If you succeed on the check, we will abide by the rules of healing. And if you are able to provide enough essence to heal the damage that has been done, which she was at negative 32, so you need to heal 32 damage to stabilize your rec to zero. You will have to make a negative, a, a willpower test afterward with a huge negative to avoid taking the damage that she is taking. So if you succeed in healing her, you still may die. Okay. I have a question. In terms of essence, she can get it from diamonds, right? Yes. And we have an entire ship full of diamond-plated rounds. Oh, my God, huh. we do. Right? Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. So that... can we give those to her? Holy maybe? shit, yeah. Holy shit, that's a good idea. Right? Right? I have Each four. diamond video. round is one carat of diamond and holds five essence. Do I... Can I use the iridium that I got from Scalper? Iridium no? doesn't hold essence. Iridium is able to be uh, basically a vessel for a spell, so you can like hold a spell in iridium, and like it'll cast itself the sort of that's okay, of like cool. horns and things like that. But we have literally so many armor. Salatra, you can you go next, and Katarina goes next after you. Kiatl is over in the corner fighting with this woman. You know what diamonds are good for. 
you have a crate of diamond rounds next to you. You want to run over and just dump them on the ground next to her? Yeah. That'd All be right. great. Make a dexterity with a negative two to yeah, jump from the ship to the Don't fuck land. it up. We literally have no more. Thank you. <laughs> Does my strength get to do anything because I'm carrying a heavy box? Because she's hefty. Uh, okay, yeah, because yeah, you're right. Because she's hefty. Strong. Because you're so strong, hefty. I will say, say that you're, say the word. you have no negative. He had the negative one because of the clockwork armor. The negative two was for the box. I think you're strong enough, you're right, to just... So I just have to succeed a simple dexterity. Yes, just dexterity. If you have climbing or leaping, uh, that's a skill, but very few people do. I can't add my weightlifting. No, okay. no, unfortunately. <laughs> Listen, you're I'm already, trying. Already out of I don't see yet. why not. It's a kettlebell. It's a it, it's a squat. Can yeah. I use one of my dodges? My dodge. You points can use out of three? one for having weightlifting and dodge. You can have a plus one to your roll. So plus one to your. I decks. just need at least seven. Okay, well that's a six. So can, can I, I have my own essence? No, nope. Corey and his experience tokens. There is one more in play. Evan still has. Like, oh, five. Evan is spinning an experience Actually, token. Um, Kietel still has one. Kietel has, has one. one. But we burned the one. one. But Kietel, I'm not sure Kietel's Kietel on board care. enough with your guys' mission. I can mission. use some of my essence yes. too, but if oh, it's yeah, that's, just... that, that's a pass, right? I passed. Okay. It's a nine. So okay. So, Salatra, Salatra, you successfully jump the leap. Your feet hit the ground. Katarina is like frozen watching you basically you rush the few feet to coriander you grab with just your fingernails the top of this crate that you're holding in one arm and you rip the top of it open and you dump hundreds of rounds of diamonds around lavender and coriander's feet lavender the feeling of essence is a high it's like an lsd high almost if you channel so much of it into yourself People can get addicted to it. That's sort of what the chaos does to the desert sucks. Really angry. Make a difficult willpower test. So just 1d10. Pass it to channel this amount of essence. If you pass this test, you can channel as much essence as needed to heal no sweat. Willpower? Willpower. Do I get to add? add yeah, you can add your um, part of this. Yes. Add your nerves of steel. <laughs> In the background, you guys hear smash. <laughs> Fuck you! Yep, no, fuck you! <laughs> 17. Okay. You can Yay. easily pass. And, and you are able to pull enough essence from this di- these diamonds around you. Like, Harold, Evan, Salacha, you guys see all of the uh, Harold the is, rounds. like, right next to yeah. you. Like, I all said, of the rounds like around you begin to her. glow as they activate, as the essence from them is activated and pulled. It's like earlier for some of you when you were in the room with the archway and the runes and they begin to fire these little bolts of electricity begin to fire from one round to the next. And as they do, the little core at the center of them that causes them to be armor-piercing, like, detonates just a little just enough to shake off the steel of the casing and what what were diamond rounds become just raw diamonds scattered around the feet i'm going to quickly read the full rules for this healing so that we're all on the same page going into this this hex can restore minor wounds reduce the severity of major wounds and cure minor diseases or maladies during the hex the aligned feels the pain and ailments of the victim so that's you and coriander Severe wounds and painful ailments require the aligned to pass a simple willpower test to endure the secondhand pain and discomfort. If the test is passed, the aligned can continue unimpeded. Otherwise, the focus test is at a negative five. 
If the first attempt does not completely cure the wound or diseases, any further attempts are at a negative two penalty on both the focus and dismissal tasks. Focusing is summoning and using the essence. Dismissal is safely dismissing it so it doesn't backfire on you. Yeah. A failed dismissal task means that the aligned is affected by the wound or diseases he attempted to cure. The text of the actual healing is. This restores one life point for every essence point spent. The victim, that's Coriander, even if healed, loses one endurance point for each life point restored. This accounts for blood loss and the energy cost of the accelerated healing process. This effect will close cuts and puncture wounds, mend broken bones, and even reattach any fresh body parts, provided the hex heals the entire damage inflicted. It will not restore missing limbs or organs, especially long gone ones. In this case, there's enough of the heart left that I will say you can heal it. It's not fully gone. Lost endurance points can be restored at the same essence cost as life points. So you could cast it again to bring her endurance back up. She can't just spend double to do both at the same time? Yes, if you want to do but, both at the I mean, same time. I mean, there's enough diamond. Yeah, right? I would, plenty. I would say you can do both. But if you do both at the same time and not as two separate uh, like ritual attempts, yeah. then it'll double the chance that you'll basically that you'll or you'll get a negative for your your, your role to not right now like as healing but she might be really weak right she won't be dead obviously this effect causes no drain of endurance on the subject so the first thing you need to do is roll a willpower test if you pass it i thought i just did you roll you rolled the willpower uh test to harness enough essence to heal her which is basically a control of the element this willpower test is to it says right here um Yes, simple. So it's a simple willpower, 2d10, to endure the second hand pain and discomfort. So as you kneel down next to your sister's lifeless body and this the essence begins to come out of these diamonds, you feel a connection form between your flesh and hers, and you begin to feel the pain deep in your chest. It, it, it feels at first like a pinprick, and then it begins to grow the more you connect to her. I have a question. Does she get any bonuses on that connection since they are twins? Yes. She uh, have to, right? What's your obligation to your sister? I don't have obligation. You don't have to obligation sister. to your I never, sister. No, okay. never had that. I, my cruelty is because of my like to protect her. Like, yeah, that's what that was. So I don't know if that would count. You're gonna not. have a plus three for that and a plus two for the fact that you guys are twins. So a total of a plus, plus five. Five plus, plus the willpower. Plus your willpower. Okay. And you just need to pass the nine. Your nerves of steel will also add a plus three. So you're actually at a plus eight. So you basically just plus eight plus my willpower. Yeah, just don't roll two, two, two don't ones. Roll yeah, don't roll two. Oh, no, ones. my willpower is a four. So no matter what I roll, I'll pass. Unless, Unless if it's you a roll and go into the negative. Yeah. I I mean, I got a one and a two. So, well, you, so you pass. Yeah. So you yeah. can keep the two and yeah. you pass. So you, okay. you are able to complete, to continue with the ritual. You have summoned enough essence points to cure her immediately. Now, what you have to do is roll two separate difficult willpower tests. The first one is with no negative. It's just another willpower test. And this one, you get to add your Calvac ancient to your ancient. Okay, can you behind frog? Yes. No, behind frog. Oh, behind frog. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought you just wanted like a stuffed yeah, animal. Yeah, I, I really thought you wanted. All right, so what am I rolling for? So you are rolling willpower and your uh language voodoo are you using your sister's dice no 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 coriander's dice don't roll so well i think we just got an example of that all right so willpower plus voodoo not nerves of steel uh no not for this one 
because that was to endure the pain. This is to actually perform the ritual. 14. You feel the pain in your chest reaches a point of plateau and continues unabated as you sort of leave your body and you begin to feel all of the flesh around this bullet embedded in Coriander's heart. You've obviously rolled over on her back and she's covered in mud and blood with a hole in her chest. As you begin to activate the diamond rounds around you and you begin to spark and shatter, a whirlwind of white energy begins to swirl around both of you as you lay your hands on her chest and they're shaking, they're glowing, there's sparks of red energy like your hex bolts like cresting off of your fingertips and connecting with the diamond rounds. You feel her heart flesh begin to mend and everyone else around her sees a bullet begin to nudge its way out of the top of Coriander's chest. And then it forms a little bit, it starts to turn and it just rolls and hits the ground and into the mud. Coriander takes a deep gasp. She's comatose, but she's breathing. You need to make a roll, but before you do that, we're going to bring your sister back in. Caleb, you want to go get her? Kaylin, you got her? Yeah, it's got her. Okay. Christ, this is so stressful. Jess, we really need to have a I knew we might get to a point of Jesus one of the sisters Christ. dying. I gave so many chances for those roles to work. Hello. Yes. Would you like to come back? Uh, you can come back. Uh, don't say anything. I know. You're Thanks. possibly unconscious. I did my one help. I brought diamonds. I did my part. I don't tell you. Lavender when it cries, so. I can't do fuck all else. Hi. We proved that for you. But your sister did almost all of it. Really? We're just here providing moral support. <laughs> no, I provided diamonds. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I Corey, didn't actively stop magic. On. I solemnly sure stood aside with my rebar. You I... didn't say no. Don't bring diamonds. <laughs> Corey, you on? Yeah. Okay. Hi. Coriander, you are not awake, but the blackness that was endless becomes a dream and you may have your character sheet back hmm. thanks guys let me double check don't thank us really let literally double check real just quick just thank these two yeah thank your sister thank your sister and thank yeah i did a smart that was okay. my heart oh you're like thank big crying lavender yeah. thanks cilatro for her quick thinking too. lavender this is a huge amount of essence that you are pulling and manipulating. And one of the effects that essence is able to do, something you are not schooled in, is it is able to harness the fabric of space-time and ripple effects. Mechanically speaking, there is a hex that you have not yet learned, may not learn, who knows, uh, that allows you to force people to re-roll things. Because of that, because of the nature of 
essence as it is channeled and used and the way that it interacts with space-time, you may not use any experience tokens to re-roll your final test. It is a willpower. There are no negatives, but you are only able to roll it once. It is your willpower and your nerves of, uh, um, nerves of steel. Uh, each level of nerves of steel. No, I'm sorry. Hard to kill. Nerves of steel doesn't. I, I, I don't have that. Let me double check real quick that nerves of steel doesn't give you a bonus. Right where it's at. Nerves of steel does not give you a bonus for survival checks, which is essentially what this is. Yep. This might be your last roll in book one. Coriander Cooper, you are dead. At least you're pretty sure you're dead. You remember feeling the bullet into your heart and you remember a searing pain cripple your entire nervous system. And you remember just for a second, the cold wetness of mud as it hit your face. And then you were here, wherever here is. You look around, there's an endless white in every direction, above you, behind you, to each side. Looking down, you're unsure if the ground is somehow a mirror reflecting the endless nothingness of above, or if itself is some sort of an opaque layer over even more nothingness. You look over one shoulder just to be sure there's nothing behind you. And then as your head swivels back around, you realize your hand is on the handle to a door. It seems a familiar door. And you shake as if realizing something you knew all along, which is that this is the the back exit to the Gemini, which heads out into the alleyway. It's a door at times over the last 10 years that you've opened after a particularly stressful night or a particularly bad fight with your sister. And it's an alley that you've taken over to Harold's to an equally secret or let's say unused back entrance. You glance around and there's still nothingness, just this door beckoning for you to open it and step through. You get an overwhelming sense of purpose and surety that what you need is behind here. And as your fingers close on the handle and you begin to turn it, a knock rings out through the nothingness echoing around whatever chamber your mind is in. And you see behind you about a hundred feet or so is another door. And you immediately recognize it as the front door to the Gemini. 
lavender. You are pounding on the front door to the Gemini. This overwhelming sense of urgency to get inside and find your sister. And as the two of you begin to feel the shared space that has somehow been created by this connection, Coriander, you step away from the back door and you hear you hear the knocks ringing at the front door. Do you go to answer it or do you want to go to the back door? I want to go answer it. So you walk up to the front door of the Gemini. And as you reach down to touch the handle to open it, the door swings wide. And standing next to you, not on the other side of the door, but to your right, just behind your shoulder, is your sister, Lavender, your twin. She stands ready, like any day, to greet a new customer alongside you all these years of running the place together, all of the frustrations of competition, the general frustrations of running a business, losing workers, and unhappy customers, costs, all of the stress and all of the nights that the two of you spent finishing off a bottle in the office together. And as you feel your sister brush against your arm, below your feet, both of you, you see, but also feel the ground begin to fold from underneath your feet, cascading out like pieces on a puzzle dropping into place. The bar begins to form around the two of you. Not just the Gemini, but your Gemini. The hidden spaces and uncomfortable extra corridors that only a dream version of a place you are intimately familiar with can form a version of your bar that if all of the costs and all of the expenses and debts were wiped away you would be able to have hanging above the door in the alleyway outside hangs a bright illuminate illuminated light (laughs) a brightly illuminated light with the silhouette of two girls identical back to back the bright neon glow of the the light kind of cascades around the street outside that's bustling with people and you begin to hear the noise of your bar fade up what does the bar look like coriander what's the first thing you bring into the bar well Lavender just brush, brush, brushed past my arm, and I want to just grab her hand and just kind of walk with her over to the bar and then lean over the top of the, like, surface, which is kind of beat up because it's very old and Maudette sucked and didn't take care of it. But we've kind of polished it up, and it looks pretty nice, but it's older. It's the original wood that came with the bar, and I just kind of lean over, and I grab a couple of shot glasses and uh, a bottle and I put them on top of the bar. 
There's like a light clink as they both sit down and you hear the cork pull out of the top of the bottle and the sound of the bar fades as you've chosen to make this moment more intimate and more personal and the sound of the cork sort of echoes as everything else begins to become behind layers of numbness, layers of cling wrap between you and everything else. And Lavender, you stand on the far side of the bar, just around the employee uh, cutaway, and your sister sets down two shot glasses. What do you do? Ask for the bottle and let pour, pour two shots out and put one in front of Coriander and one in front of me and wait to see who makes the first move, I guess. There's a heavy um, shift in the air as these two shot glasses sit, poured but undrank. Two versions of the same genetics staring each other down on opposite sides of a bar, an owner and a co-owner, a co-owner and an owner. And across the room, sitting at one of the tables, laughing with, to Lavender, a, a, a heinous sound that cuts through the piece, shattering the focus and the attention. Harold sits with nameless mannequins, faceless creatures, mimicking the puppets he surrounds himself with, laughing at his jokes, doing drinks with him, and his presence becomes an immovable object. I pick up my shot glass and I turn and I put my back against the bar and I look at the herald and the things. But I talk to Lavender and I say, I didn't want to lie to you. I didn't mean to lie to you. He's not... He's not a bad man. He's really lost. But I think everybody in Backerholt's lost. And then I take my shot. As Coriander takes her shot, mirrored behind her in your field of vision, Lavender, you see Harold take a shot in synchronicity. Yeah. I knew you were lying. I think maybe you're the most surprised that no one was surprised. You can put on a good face, Lavender. It's okay to be hurt. I didn't know that you were still practicing. I should have. You could have told me. I wasn't. At least not in any meaningful way. Uh As you say that, Lavender, something bright cuts over your shoulder illuminating you in sort of a green and white haze and coriander you see 
hanging behind the bar, so obvious that it seems odd that you would have missed it. The sketch from your bedroom 10 years ago that now hangs in lavenders. But for the first time, you see the frame that she's put around it. A ornate clay frame, sort of in the style of Calvec, which you assumed was a carryover from her upbringing. And, but now as you see it, you see encrusted in it and hidden in the clay, dozens of diamonds and little gems of iridium. And you see swirling around it, runes and words written in an ancient language that you've never pretended to understand or begin to comprehend. And it begins to shine this light so bright that all of the other lights in the Gemini pale in comparison. And as the brightness of it gets more intense and more intense, you feel this warmth come over it. You see those in the bar relax a bit more. You see, you hear a wave of laughter hit the place like like a, a gas has been released. Mean, unmeaningful might not be the right word. It was meaningful to me. And I don't think that I'm the one disguising my hurt. I'm not the one that's run away to other people. Didn't run away. He's been there for me too. I led a lot of life before you came back, Lavender. I didn't get the power that you had. I had nothing until he gave us the bar. I had nothing. I know. I'm glad I found you. So that you could have something. And I just wish that you would have chosen me. What do you mean, chosen you? We've built this together. We've been here. I've been here. Have you? Yes. Have Suddenly, you? Suddenly, you both notice sitting on the bar in front of you is the note that Lavender found, the job offer from Harold. A very uh, sort of official offering. No hint of the relationship undertone if you're not especially bright. And it outlines a, a better pay, a larger room, all sorts of benefits for moving over of course, to Harold's, and you see the date on it. And uh, Lavender, as you reach down to grab it and you, you pick it up off of the bar, you see another beneath it with a date from a few weeks earlier. And in your haste, you grab that one as well, and below it is another with a date from a few weeks earlier. And as you begin to frantically push these papers off of the bar, they begin to just flutter in the air around you as you see dozens of them stretching for 10 years back. And as you toss one off and then another, a word at the bottom, 
begins to fade into view like it becomes more permanent the farther you go back and it just says rejected, 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 rejected. I was never going to go work for him, Lavender. That's good because he's a really shitty boss from everything I've heard. Suddenly, the sound of Harold's karaoke cuts through the bar. <laughs> He's a really shitty singer. He's he really cute. He shouldn't sing. He shouldn't sing. He should stick with underwear time, and that's it. He pays them very well. Well. Harold stands up from the bar, or from, from the table where he and his beans have been drinking and laughing. And as he steps across the bar, his feet, his footfall goes from the clack clack of his annoyingly proper shoes to the heavy crunch whir of the armor suit that he wore as he landed in the mud with the two of you tied to stakes. And he flashes a look to Coriander with a smile just too crooked on one side and just too familiar and for a second coriander you see everything that your sister is talking about you see the faceless beings behind harold become people that have worked for you and that he has scalped and as they step towards you they go from being mannequins to being people to being walking flesh as you see this sort of wave of death surrounding everything that Harold touches. And as that fades away, he reaches his hand out. The people behind him flash back to being just people. And he holds an open palm, not to Coriander, but to Lavender. He says, What now, Miss Bridgewater? Ten. <laughs> she did it! Harold, you are blown back. All of the diamond <laughs> rounds around you levitate into the air. Can, can I roleplay it real quick? cascade, a, a, a storm of lightning jumping from one to another, and this sort of like maelstrom of diamond and energy swirling around. All right, I want to roleplay it real quick. So I'm like, I'm at her side. No, 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 and then like, I kind of like pound my fists on my own knees because I don't want to hit her. And then I'm fucking teleported back. I wake up like afterwards because I'm knocked unconscious. You wake up, it's it's only been a few seconds. Salatra, you were standing just far enough away that the force of this sort of detonation caused you to stumble back, Evan. You're pretty fine, but it does feel like you got hit by like the strongest gust of wind. These diamonds begin to swirl around the sisters. And as like this storm of energy dissipates and crinkles everyone else around, like the NPCs that are all rushing the Zeppelins, some of them have begun to climb aboard the ramshackle one that they were building before. Most of them have begun to swarm Harold's ship and Harold and Salacha with your distraction. Your men are basically trying to keep order as they are overrun by dozens of people. Kettle, 
the woman that you are engaged in this battle to the death with, <laughs> she fully steps back to watch this moment, and you, for the first time, look over and go, oh, <laughs> one of the sisters got shot, or something like that. <laughs> and... <laughs> Probably not. Nope. We were taught yet. <laughs> Finally, the storm, if you will, dissipates. And from like the bottom, like when you pull the bottom out of tightly packed sand and it all begins to fall, but the bottom falls first and then it falls faster and faster. The diamonds that have suspended up to like 10, 12 feet around you just begin to fall and shatter to the ground. Instead of sparkling bright, they are opaque and cloudy with their pure energy drained from the core as they clatter around everyone. There is a faint and distant splash as the Desert Sun ship hits the water at the <laughs> bottom of the mine. Yeah, did the uh, did, did the sailor I put in charge of dropping g- grenades over the, the, uh, the side or whatever do it? I think we'll have to find that out next time because I think that's where we're going to end this episode. And tonight's session of Droughtland. Can I say one thing? You literally died! I literally died! I literally died! Thanks for joining everybody. I hope you all enjoyed today's intense episode. We will be back to uh, some more relatively lighthearted murder and chaos next week. As always, I have been your narrator, Jay Muskrat. In addition to myself, today's episode featured Elizabeth Muskrat as Coriander Cooper, Caleb Lynn as Harold Kremp, Alexis P. as Salatra Cuist, Kaylin S. as Kietel Shea, Josh S. as Evan Brewer, and Jackie B. as Lavender Cooper. Music in today's story was used under Creative Commons license. Additional credits can be found in the episode description. Droughtland is played using Eden Studios' Unisystem, which can be found in All Flesh Must Be Eaten, CJ Corella's Witchcraft, and Terra Primate, amongst others. If you enjoyed today's episode, please, please mention us to a friend. It really does help out quite a lot. We'll be back with more adventure for you next Thursday with Chapter 27, Scramble, Man. Once again, thanks for listening. And remember, diamonds are a dead girl with a magical twin sister's best friend. Baby boy climbed through my arms and like wouldn't let me put him down because I was about to cry. It was really cute. But I also texted Becca, I just died! Tell your love you'll be there soon. I texted her. She was like, I get it. You can't leave on a cliffhanger. <laughs> I was like, I will tell you why later. I will explain all of it, but I don't I can't, I don't, okay. I don't have the capacity to do it right now. Like, I will call Jenna. So our new initiative. What now, Miss Bridgewater? What now, Miss Bridgewater? What now, Miss Bridgewater? What? Uh, all right, yeah, that's, I think that's probably some good takes. I don't know. We'll see.